Welcome back to the Always Aggressive Podcast. Corey Bowman alongside Dottana Lipson, the head coach Tony Ursland, to bring you uh, all the news that's fit to print about Purdue wrestling and uh, what the Big Ten looks like here in early October of 2023. Guys, uh, we teased it before we can actually go beyond the tease now. We have a Big Ten dual schedule and uh, shakes out pretty good, Coach. Yeah, really happy by the initial impressions, I guess, of this schedule. And for the people out there, it could change a bit, not necessarily dates or, you know, things like that or opponents, but the timing, depending on what TV gives us, could change a bit. But, yeah, like the initial impressions, there's a really good ebb and flow. Always a lot of challenges in any Big Ten schedule, but I don't feel like other than, you know, our our second weekend where we're on the road against Iowa and Nebraska – you know, there's ample, you know, you get tested, but you got time to recover and get ready to go again. So nothing too overwhelming, I would say, from a, from a scheduling standpoint. Um, I got to be honest. I don't know if there's anybody happier than me about the schedule, Tony, with the way it shook out and uh, the travel, the travel stuff and the way, uh, you know, we get we get one big trip early going to Iowa, Nebraska, and then we get two quick, tri- you know, two short trips to to Northwestern and, and Indiana and uh, yeah. postseason. There's no doubt. I mean, if you look, and I'll go through it, I guess, a little bit and maybe just do impressions that way, and you guys give me your thoughts as well. But starting off, uh, single duel on the first weekend. So Big Ten play basically starts that weekend going of, of February 12th. And our first duel, though, is Sunday the 14th against Rutgers at home. Nice January. You meant you meant January. Yep. January. 14th. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I said February, didn't I? Yep. Yeah. That's why you're here. Yep. So I'm so I'm not uh, hosting Rutgers in February. That's 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 wonderful. Appreciate you keeping me straight. Here to help. Thank you. But yeah, so January 14th, Sunday, starting off with Rutgers, a good test. A lot of uh, returning national qualifiers and ranked kids on that team, but but still only a single duel. So we're not going to double up. And that, that should help get us ready for a big test on the road with Iowa on Friday the 19th and then at Nebraska on Sunday the 21st. And, and that's just a lot of travel. And at your, when we talk about your job, right, that might be a deal where we're bussing out and flying back and trying to get the kids home late Sunday night after our duel at Nebraska, yeah. nine hours away. So that's the ten- certainly two good teams. That's the tentative plan. It's, um, you know, the Big Ten gave us one big trip this year as far as, you know, you, you look at the whole game of playing trains and automobiles. But, um, yeah, we will bust to Iowa City on Thursday, uh, wrestle the Hawkeyes Friday night, most likely, uh, wake up Saturday, head over to Lincoln, uh, rest, you know, get, get a workout in, wrestle on Sunday, and then we will try and catch the late flight out of Omaha to get home. So it will be um, – it's a crazy trip. It's long. It's got a lot of moving pieces of parts to it. But um, if that's going to be the only one, I'll, 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 I'll take it that way. Yeah. And I'm going to pray for an early uh, start time at Nebraska on Sunday, right? I mean, you know, for us to get out Sunday night, make one of the last flights out, you know, like a one o'clock start time would be great. But you fear, you know, if it's a TV match and you go later mid-afternoon, we're probably not getting out. Uh, they start making mess with us. That's right. So, you know, again, we're waiting to see what, what time some of these are based on TV. But uh, 
know, Michigan, Iowa, that's, that's a long road trip, a long weekend with two good opponents. Mm-hmm. And then we come back, you know, and then on, on January 27th, we're at IU. And so my only gripe, um, and a lot of, a lot of teams are doing this, so it's just not us is the fact that we have three road events in a row. Okay. Um, so that, that's my thing. You, you like to be at home every other weekend. And so to be gone two weeks in a row would be my only complaint on this schedule, but it is just, you know, down the road to IU. So it's not getting on another flight and, and another long trip like we will the week before. So, you know, we'll, we'll take that, you know, as a blessing. And um, I will know, flip that on you though, Tony, the fact that, that I said, I'm going to flip it on you though, because I think that there is some good to come from it in the fact that we get three of our last four at home. No doubt. Yeah. And, and that's the trade-off. Like I said, you know, we've got two weeks where we're not at home at all. And sometimes, you know, just from a fan base standpoint, at least that's how I think of it. You like to be at home every other week if you can. Sure. But you're right. You know, we, we're, we're going to be in the friendly confines of Holloway on the back end of the season, which, which is a, is a nice reward. So you come off of Indiana there and then we, we get a long week because we catch uh, Wisconsin at home on Sunday, February 4. So again, just, you know, two weekends in a row with just IU on the road, little, just very little travel. And then at home against Wisconsin, that's two weeks of not having much travel. And, and believe me, when you're in the middle of winter and school and those things, I'll, I'll take those things. It's, it's easier on the guys, you know, uh, you know, all the way around. So we'll take those two weeks where we just have one duel each. And then we get ready for a, a split weekend where we're going to double up again. And that's uh, at Northwestern on Friday, Friday, February 9. But a short trip, right? A couple hours up to Chicago. And then we're back at home on Sunday, the 11th with Minnesota. So a split travel weekend, finish it on the back end at home, which is always nice. And then we come back uh, at the very end on Friday, the 16th of February with Illinois at home. So like to your point, at home a lot on the very back in the last, what, three weekends? We're at least at home for one of those dates. So that, that's awesome to finish up with a lot of home duels as we make our final preparations for Big Tens. You know, we made the choice to not schedule the team at Southern Scuffle or at Midlands. Um, and so that will mean that between our duel against Lindenwood on the 3rd and our Big Ten opener against Rutgers on the 14th, you know, that's 11 days to get ready for the start of Big Ten competition. How do you see that as, I mean, an advantage, a disadvantage, uh, you know, just a situation? How are you looking at preparing for that? Well, I mean, the coach and me, I could, I could tell you both sides of that coin, you know, how it works and how it hurts. Um, and I think it just simply depends on where you're at as a team. Like, I view it in this way. I love time to prepare. You know, if you, you give me uh, options to compete more or train more, I, I, I go to train. Give me options you know, to prepare and get guys ready. And so to have time to get back from Christmas and, and prepare and really get ready for a run uh, over the course of January and February for your biggest matches, right? Gonna, you have real big seeding implications for the Big Ten championships and then NCAAs. Uh, I'll take that preparation time. Um, now, there's still a great chance we'll have guys, especially at Midlands, right? As injuries occur and maybe guys miss, you know, some matches, we're going to have to make those matches up. And I know we've talked probably at length about 
how each guy has their own little team and they need an RPI and a win percentage and a coach's rank. And you're always trying to create that, you know, those situations for them. So I do leave it open where it's not on the official team schedule, but I'm certain we'll have guys and probably some starters there as well to make sure our guys are on track for their match count and, and, and qualifying for NCAA. So it, it's tricky, but I do like time to prepare. And if you look too on the back end, um, we've got, you know, what, three weeks before we wrestle at the Big Tens coming off yeah. the Big Ten schedule. I like that. I thought it worked out well for us last year. That was the first time. And our group did their best wrestling at the end. So I do like that time to prepare and get get the guys ready to make another jump. You can't hold a peak the entire year, but you pick and choose your spots where you want to make your jumps, get sharp so that you perform well and maybe hold that for a period of time before you try to make your final push and really peak for Big Tens and NCAAs the last two weeks of the year. Corey, he always does a really good job of preempting questions there. And he did it, you know, he, I was going to, I was going to ask him about the, uh, the tail end and having those three weeks and, you know, we did it last year. And so, like you said, it, it, it did work out really well for a lot of guys last year. And so we'll, uh, we'll run that back again with the end of the season. Um, I do also really like, you know, and this is just another fortunate note on the schedule after the trip, home from Nebraska, we will not venture outside of two hours away from West Lafayette between January 22nd and February 17th. And I think, uh, I, I for one know that I'm excited about it. I think it's going to provide us with significant training opportunity. I think, you know, when the guys we don't have to have huge long bus trips or getting on and off of commercial flights or whatever it is. Um, I just think it's better for, for the guys and for the team and for, for what we're trying to do on a day-to-day -day basis. There's no doubt. And, 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 you know, as conferences, you know, conference realignment is, is very much been out in the forefront um, as the big 10 grows and in other conferences, like that's a big deal. You know, it's always at the front of everyone's mind. Like, okay, we're in the Big Ten now, and they've got to figure out how to travel from the West Coast to the East Coast and what that means for their kids physically, mentally, right, emotionally. And it's a real thing. That's why people worry about it. It's a real thing. And so when we talk about being this close to home, even though there's some travel, man, that's that's advantageous to us, and, and we'll take that. It's going to allow our kids to take care of their, their business at school, right? We, we talk so much about wrestling, but these guys got class and exams and you know, we're just coming out of a midterm period here. So, you know, those are real things. And so to help manage that in these ways, I think is a big deal for us. It, it can't be ignored anyway. I, I want people out there to know that's, that's a real thing for these young people. Um, <clears throat> progressing a little bit, uh, the start, the official start of the 23-24 practice season is, is coming along quickly. But before we get to that, we're going to take one last opportunity to, uh, to recharge as a team, to uh, you know do a little bonding, a little brotherhood, and uh, and get away for the weekend. Yeah, we've been working our tails off uh, on a number of fronts. We talk a lot about recruiting and certainly the team, how we've been working. I mean, it's been it's been a big push for us, and um, part of the process is making sure you're enjoying each other's company too. We, we talk a lot about 
making sure you're more about the process than just the results and, and, and that we're enjoying each other and what we're trying to do and accomplish together as a team. So uh, this weekend, you know, to your point, we're going to Friday night, we're going to head up to Coach Vegas, who's got a nice situation to accommodate the team from whether we're playing games, watching movies or doing whatever we want. He's got a pool. So we're going to we're going to hang out and have a great time. And then we'll still find time to get better. You know, Saturday morning, we'll get up and work out as well. But again, just time to get together and, and enjoy each other. And I think that's huge. You never want to get to the end of this and, and look back and say, what was this all about? What was it for? And I think this is this is part of it. And, you know, we again back with recruiting, you know, it's been apparent, I think, with everybody the last several weeks when we've had recruits on, they notice how tight the team is, uh, how, how, you know, supportive and how strong of a culture we have that that's come up a lot from the, the parents and, and the athletes, the recruits themselves. And, you know, that, that's something we're, we're proud of, you know, we got, we got a tight team and then it shows, and this is part of that, not ignoring this, this aspect of it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've looked much at the weather, Urs, but uh, I don't know if that pool is going to come into play much. And uh, we're going to have to be careful on, on Friday, make sure we don't get soaked. So Listen, it's, man. <laughs> it's the rain that are, uh, that are out there impossible. Hey man, it's like supposed to be like what? 60 degrees too. So we'll just, we'll call it a cold, cold plunge. And I will be the guy who's pushing the team into the pool. Little, little, so, uh, little, uh, little polar plunge action. Little polar plunge, get a good soap. There you go. So I was, um, was going to say, Tanner. I, I, I mean, there's like a very substantial portion of this team that's going to take what you just said as a challenge. It's going to be cold. Yeah, let's go. I, you know, if if they if they want to take that that if they want to take that as a challenge, I'm, I'm here for it. I'll I'll put it on video. It'll be fine. There you go. I also like that's right. Pushing them in. That's that's an even better plan. Yeah, and and like I said, Vegas got a great, you know, he's got a great setup, right? He's got he's got his video games. He's got Buck Hunter there in his basement. He's got a big movie theater uh, deal with a screen. I mean, he's got a great setup. So I, I have no doubt that we will we will have a good time. He's a child. He's got all his toys. True. And True that. Love so every second of it. Absolutely, <laughs> we will. So, um. You know, this isn't the first time we've done this trip. We did it a couple of years ago. Uh, Corey, the workout on uh, the workout on Saturday two years ago was not for the faint of heart. Um, we went over to the dunes. Oh, yeah. We went over to the dunes uh, in Michigan City, and uh, the guys ran sand dunes. And I, I got to be honest, I almost didn't make it to the top walking. Suflon was Suflon was a little worried about me headed up, <laughs> and I don't know if Ursland's hips could have made it. Yeah, my hips were sore after that day, just going up and down a couple times. We we had some guys that were rethinking, uh, you know, their whole plan. Um, that was a, you're right. That was a tough one. We had uh, hill sprints to the top. We had hand fighting down on the beach. It kind of resembled beach wrestling, obviously. And then you had Lake Michigan right there in the backdrop. So. Uh, really cool experience, you know, just enjoy each other and then get a good workout in. Cause you know, that's what we do. Okay. Love it. Um, I suppose we should probably, you know, we've talked schedule, we've talked, you know, some fun, uh, getting ready to, I mean, it's not that we ever don't wrestle, but we're, we're getting ready to really wrestle. 
And so, uh, you know, as as Monday or excuse me, as Tuesday, Mark, the, Tuesday. the first official day of practice, you know, who uh, who's standing out in the room right now? Who is looking like uh, they're ready for for some breakout performances? Yeah, well, I mean, the, the one I'd lead off with. Right. You can't necessarily say it's a breakout performance, but obviously been impressed with Matt. You know, um, he's not, you know, he he's grabbed the ball and ran with it, so to speak, in terms of you know what he accomplished last year. He's not resting on his laurels or feeling good about like, hey, I did this last year and, and he's satisfied. So I've been really impressed with with the way Matt uh, has worked and what he's gotten done, developing other skill sets. You know, guys have seen him compete a little bit more now. And so he's got some things, some adjustments that, that have been important to him to make. And he's worked hard and made some nice changes with some of his wrestling. So, so Matt's one that obviously stands out. Um, but then there's, there's a lot of young guys that I, that I can highlight where I think the, the important point is we had a lot of young kids and we've talked about that a number of times, but it's easy to kind of maybe get your head down um, when you're used to having a ton of success and then you don't have the success you want in terms of all American honors or, you know, being at the national championships or whatever it is. And these kids have really come back um, with confidence and, and a strong work ethic and a belief that, that I've enjoyed, you know, it makes this group fun to be around because the energy is good, you know, and we talk about having a good time and they do like, um, you know, it's funny we, coming into practice this morning, these guys push each other in, in different ways, whether you're competing in the weight room or certainly the wrestling room, you know, but we've got a lot of guys wearing these aura rings that give you sleep numbers and they're walking in uh, asking guys what their sleep scores were, right? Just to see who who's getting to bed and who's sleeping, who's who had the best sleep of the night. Who can sleep the most? I can sleep more than you can. I'm a better sleeper. Yeah, yeah. Who had are. the best? Who had the best sleep score from last night? You know, so that, I mean, just but the thing about it, what makes that fun for me as a coach, right? Like that's influencing behavior. Those are guys pushing yeah. each other in really positive ways. Because when you're going to work your tail off, sleep is training. You know, you're you're recovering to get ready for that next day so you can go again. And so uh, so that makes coach feel good. I'll just say that 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 makes me feel good. And so now you look, you talk about, okay, who is this? Like, you know, um, additions that have been really strong for us that I think have fit in great. Uh, Marco, Marco Spolanco, um, you know, transfer old old guy. Right. Working on his NBA here now, uh, fifth year. And James Rowley, those guys have fit in really well. Uh, continue to build momentum for them for themselves, and I, and I highlight them just because they're newer to this group. But man, they've really fit in, and they are pushing the group and adding to it in, in a lot of positive ways. So I'll, I'll ha- highlight those guys, and then you know guys who have who have been here um, that are looking to make another good crack. They know what it's all about now. Um, you look at guys like let's see, um, um, Stony Buell was in there last year. Um, Ben Venadia was in there last year. So, I mean, those guys. Norris. Norm, Norm, they thank you. I mean, those guys were all in the lineup and um, know what it is now. And and you can see they're, they've really focused and have worked on some things that are going to help them a lot. So those three guys in particular um, look like they're, they're making big steps forward. Brody Bowman is a guy who has us excited. Last year was the first year. Like, he wrestled five dates for us. And had some success, you know, in the varsity lineup as well. So Brody's a kid that has us excited about what his potential is. And so I, I really like um, where Brody's kind of at and what he's thinking. 
And then you look at some young guys too. Like this, it's a great class. Um, standouts from there. We always say Joey blaze and Grayson Clark, but not just because of what they did in high school. I'm telling you, they have lived up to the billing in terms of their work ethic. Like those kids are in the room all day, all the time and have a really singular focus on their goals that I think is great, even for the upperclassmen to see young guys that hungry and wanting to chase those goals in those ways. That's, that's really to me motivating. Uh, and I like that. And then you look at, you know, just other guys in that class who add to it with, uh, you know, Orlando Cruz, Delaney Ruhlman, Ashton Jackson, Cole Salome, you know, just to name a few, right? Like Clark. Grayson. Yeah. I mean, those guys are, those guys, man, they're, they, they've really added to the room and, and, um, you know, I think it's elevated everybody. So I, I'm very excited about this team and, and what they can be. I, th- I think they'll, you know, now I'm telling the team this all the time, but I think they'll be in position to surprise some some good people. They'll be in position. Um, they just got to, you know, never get complacent and, and keep up the work that they've put in. But, uh, yeah, I, I like this group a lot. I uh, Cool Cole Salome story uh, last week <clears throat> busted his head open in practice. And he's, I mean, blood everywhere. He's his like, eyebrow didn't even line up anymore. That oh, was like, man. Great job. She got his eyebrow to line he back broke up. his face. Yeah, he comes, yeah. So he comes over. He's with Salerno, and he's and I'm sitting there watching practice, and he looks over at me, and he's got, I mean, blood's coming down his face. It's on his hand. It's on his arm. And he looks up at me. He's like, hey, take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm looking. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, start snapping a few iPhone pictures and send them to him. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's no profile picture right there. Are funny man. Yeah, yeah, it, it it really is a good group. Like they just need to keep that belief high because they have the talent. They've been working their their tails off, and I and I always believe right. Like the best way to have confidence is through your preparation, and and they've they've been preparing. We've thrown a lot at those guys. I really believe that you, you, you grow as a team, you know, and, and let's say, you know, here, like it's, it's, it's April to October, you know, um, is when you get better because once you get to November through, you're competing a lot. It's hard to get a lot better at certain skills. You're getting ready. You got to taper, you got to take days off. You got to travel. You don't just get to make some of those gains that you do. So it, we were very intentional about having a very good preseason here. And, and I thought they made good use of it. One thing that I think is really interesting, Tony, is, is, you know, you look at, you look at the way last year ended to all Americans, you know, Matt finishing runner up and, and what that did for, for the team score down in Tulsa. And, and, you know, um, that was great. Two weeks earlier, three weeks, three at, at big tens, you know, a couple weeks before you wrestled what six freshmen. Like mm-hmm. I, those two things are both true. You had an insanely inexperienced team going into postseason and also you know two guys finished on the podium at, at yep. nationals it, some of the preseason polls are starting to trickle out and and uh what everybody knows about purdue is you've got matt ramos and yep. uh, nine other weight classes and yep. and so i love that your message is guys we need to come together we need to grow as a group we need to, you know, rely on each other and love on each other and and really do this thing together because we have a shot to really surprise some people. Um, yeah. Nobody knows what you are right now beyond 125. 
Right. And that, and that, and that's why I tell the team, like everybody knows Matt Ramos and they, and they'll look at it as just maybe the Matt Ramos show, but that's why I strongly feel like this team will surprise mm-hmm. a lot of people, people who don't, you know, people who know wrestling, but maybe haven't looked into this deep enough about who this group is and, and what they're doing. So uh, I, I have a strong belief for themselves and we've made sure that they've worked their ever loving tails off so they can feel confident as well. Right. Like that's what the hard work at, at the end is about. It's about making sure they know they have the right to feel confident uh, and go out and prove it. So that's what we've worked really hard. And again, I don't want it to be the Matt Ramos show. I don't think Matt wants it to be just the Matt Ramos. Matt wants his teammates to run with him. Right. And so that's, that's been more what this is about. And, and at the same time, making sure Matt doesn't rest on his laurels and I can assure you he hasn't. And so much of that is so much easier to do when you've got the good culture in place when you've got, you know, when you've got a process that you believe in and that your guys believe in, that they're bought in, that they've seen, you know, they've seen their faith rewarded with results, right? Over the years, year over year, you come here, you're going to get better. You're going to outperform maybe your own expectations, maybe others' expectations for you. And the other thing I love about culture, like your your trip to Vegas place, it's something you work on. It's, it's very intentional. This is not happening by mm-hmm. us. Now, I think that was the best thing you just said was that word intentional. You know, there's not there's not many things um, that get done by accident, you know, in, in those terms. You know, I mean, like this, it's, it's not an, everything we do has a reason. It has a purpose. Um, and that's to create the environment that is that is good for these these young men. You know, I mean, that's that's what this is about. And I, and I mean, for twofold. Right. It's 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 creating a winning environment. Right. I mean, wins happen because of your positive culture like they precede it like you know the the culture comes before the wins so it serves that but it also serves man when you're done again you know what was this all about you know what was that journey about it you know it can't just be you know the old you know what we tell people right it's the fixed mindset or the growth mindset if you won it was good if you lost it was bad it can't just be that you know you've got to look at everything else you did along the way you know what I mean? And then certainly we all love to win. This is how I've chosen to make my living. So I love to win too, as much as anybody, but it's not just, uh, we win, we were great. We lose, we were bad. You know, we've got to, we got to figure some things out along the way from a process process standpoint as well. Yeah. I think we got some guys that are, uh, they're excited about being the hunters. They're excited about, they're excited about getting slept on. They're excited about people, you know, not putting them on those those ranking boards and and so on and so forth. And they're they're uh, looking for opportunities to go prove people wrong. Yeah, yeah. And and they've been through it now once, right? Like that, you know what it is, and that's that's always the thing for young people is knowing what it is, what it's going to take, what it looks like. What do I have to do at this level to have success? And for them, they had to get thrown in the fire a little bit last year and, and have the, those experiences. And they came back still hungry, still focused, and still excited. You got something then, in my opinion. Now you have something because you didn't put your head down. You didn't let the fire go away. You you didn't lose your fight. You know, those are all signs of losing teams. And that's something that I, you know, I'm watching. You know, how's this kid respond to, you know, he had a lot. You know, maybe you got three, four tough matches in a row, right? It's possible in the Big Ten. You could wrestle a top ten guy uh, three, four weeks in a row. You know, and, and yeah. how do you handle that? 
as a young person. So I was I was aware of that and watching for it. And like I said, I, I just didn't see see our kids put our head down and go away. And I think they will be served because of it. And they've always had the talent. I mean, you look at you look at the resumes of these kids. They have good resumes. I mean, James Rowley is a silver medalist in the world championship as well. You know, he's got pedigree like Matt. You got guys who have been four-time state champs, multiple state champs, Fargo placers, Fargo runner-ups. You know, there's a lot of uh, really good credentials there. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's a good group. Uh, Tony, I do want to ask uh, – we have had a home football game in recruiting uh, four out of the last five weekends here in, in beautiful tropical West Lafayette. Um, while Thanks we, for reminding me. While we are going to go uh, up, you know, Friday night, Saturday morning for a workout, uh, you will have the rest of the weekend to yourself. Mm. Um, and I was wondering if you, if, if you had any wonderful plans. Any plans this weekend? Well, I'm lucky this weekend. My, my, my parents are coming to see the boys. Like the boys, uh, I have a swimmer. I may have, may or may not have mentioned that I've got a swimmer. What's swimming this weekend. Yeah, <laughs> I've got a football player, and we've got football this week. Um, I've got my parents here. Uh, I mean, there's – oh, we got band. I got, I, I've never talked about band on here. I've got enough between band, football, swimming, and then just trying to watch college football in general. Maybe an NFL game or two to to keep me busy this weekend. I will enjoy every last minute. You don't want to be watching those Vikings right now, though. No, thank you. I, that's why I didn't mention them. I'm, I'm going to spare myself the pain and suffering of uh, of that. Thank you, Corey. Appreciate that, you stick, sticking the knife in a little deeper. I got to take shots at other people because the Packers suck right now too. So that's right, and it, it could be worse. We could be the Bears. There you go. It's a heck of a division. <laughs> Although, hey, I'll tell you what, Devin Schroeder is flying high on his Lions right now. Oh, my goodness. We should, prob we should probably have Devin on just to talk about them. That People would love that. He's waited his whole life for this. <laughs> he better get it while he can, too, because, you know, they're week to week. Yep. Still. Uh, yeah, I would say that there's a whole lot of season left to happen. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, guys, enjoy, uh, enjoy the region. Uh, enjoy watching that workout, Tanner, because because that's going to be hard enough, I think. Yeah. And uh, can't wait to hear the stories and and uh, hear all about next week's practice. Maybe I'll mosey over to the wrestling room on Tuesday and watch the fur fly a little bit. All right, uh, we'll uh, we'll catch y'all down the road. We'll probably we'll probably take next week off with you guys focusing on training, and then uh, and then get back together to talk about wrestle offs, which are right around the corner. All right. Uh, Thanks, boys. Have a good one.